Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts or previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give mm-hmm. us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, Cool. Uh, let's see. What do we got going on now? Oh, that's right. We were going to talk paints. Yes. How about paint disposal? According to the article that I read during Clutter Clarity, you should never get rid of your leftover paint. Now, that makes me crazy (laughs) because I go into home after home after home with tons and tons of cans of paint. Mm -hmm. Rich, why should I never get rid of my cans of paint? I would always get rid of my cans of paint. I do, like most people, have cans of paint. I would be Why? lying if I said I got rid of them all, but yeah. I saved them for a couple of years. Why? Well, Because I still am working on those rooms. Mm-hmm. And then after a couple of years, it's usually garbage anyway. So, But the thing is, with especially you know with your paints, you can't just throw them away in their liquid form. So you go to like the box stores and you buy stuff like Crud Cutter, and you pour it all in a five-gallon pail, and you pour a couple envelopes of this stuff in there, and it'll harden while you're stirring it. Yes. And, and then, it, once it is solidified, it can go in regular waste. It does not have to be recycled. And then leave the cans out to dry out, and then those can go in regular garbage. What's the difference between dry paint and wet paint? Why can't I viscosity? throw away wet paint? Mm-hmm. Vis- viscosity, that's the difference. Which means what? One solid, one will leach. Oh, yeah, you have to think. One of... will leach into the water. The chemicals will leach into the water. Mm-hmm. Things like that. But there if is it's no hardened, water in my garbage leach. can. I put it in the garbage can. The but... garbage men pick it up. They put it in the garbage truck. In the landfill. Yeah, I was yeah. say, where do you think it goes, Robbie? It does still... not go in the water. Yeah, it yes, does. It you does. think about it. If you put it into a landfill, it's going to come out of the can eventually, and then there's a really thin plastic diaper that lives under um, landfills. That's mm-hmm. going to leach through eventually, and then it starts to get into the dirt, and then once it gets in the dirt, it gets in the groundwater. Once it gets in the groundwater... You get to drink it. Yeah, you get to drink paint. You don't think that the paint is going to harden in the can in the Not underground. Not underground. The, the, the uh, temperature in those landfills is hot enough. You know, like, you, know, you figure you, it's compression, you know? You have a bunch of items that are compressing down out of these cans, and that causes heat. So that keeps that paint as a liquid form. It's not just going to harden. And there's no air getting to it, yeah. so then it, it can't dry out. Right. So sometimes I just pour the paint down the sewer. That's a oh, really that's a bad idea. Great idea. Come, in, how's the sewer guy like that? Oh, 
I just legitimately <laughs> shuddered. You know what? Yes. Sometimes I just play a role on um, the radio show. Uh-huh. This is one. Yes, of that's because she <laughs> figures the EPA is already mm-hmm. writing out the ticket. Sure. <laughs> and was it next week we're going to have the woman from the water reclamation yes, district? Yes. Yep. Yeah, you can ask her about d- dumping the paint down there because, you know, that's the same reason why they don't like you put floor drains in your garage. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because most people would use it for oil changes. Mm. <laughs> that or if there's a, ga- your, your, a gas tank actually leaks and it runs down and you mm-hmm. get... Actual gasoline in the sewers? Yeah, that's not good either. No, the real purpose is to all the snow melts off your car in the garage. Sure. But you have to remember. But that could go to a drain, but not to a floor drain that's tied to sanitary. Mm -hmm. By the way, another reason for paint, I was just thinking about oil base. If you have an oil-based paint just hanging out in your garage, that is a fire hazard supreme right there. Are there even any oil-based paints anymore? Oh, sure. I just got some. Why? Yeah, my trim paint. Because I like it. It works Mm -hmm. better than the latex. Mm-hmm. I thought that those were not available anymore. They are if you go to the right place. Mm-hmm. You got to know where to go. But yeah, so, it, it, even if it's, you know, we were talking about two years ago, two years ago, oil based paints were available. And if it's been sitting in your garage for two, three, four years and you have a bunch of oily rags by the oil based paint, one spark and you've got a giant fire on your hands. Yeah. And you can, all you got to do is go to Indiana or, or mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Iowa, Florida. Florida, yeah. <laughs> you can buy all the oil paint you want. But no, it's actually though. I was at a Sherman Williams store because I was buying oil-based trim paint, exterior trim paint for my neighbor. He's got old cedar that was at one point a, a transparent stain. Uh huh. So I was trying to buy oil-based paint because I know that will work on this this trim. And they had a hard time finding it. They don't stock it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Everything now is just latex and yeah. latex and more latex. Well, and latex. But when is... I told him it was going on old cedar, he's like, "Yeah, you probably should use oil base." I'm like, "I know, <laughs> I know." So, Ron, why should we not save cans of paint? What I if if it's more than half full, then I save it for the purpose of. I don't know. I just I can't throw a you know forty dollars away. So that that's my deal. So then, um, but if it's Less than that, then I just toss it. Okay, why do people save it? Because they they think they're going to use it for Mm touch-ups. And do they ever? No. No, they (laughs) don't. (laughs) And even as the article says, you keep it in an airtight container. Right. But the wall has changed color. Sure, the sun hits it, the Mm. hands are going up and down the stairways. So even though you touch it up, you've got this fresh paint there, but the rest of it's dirty. So unless you're going to have to give key, the kids some pizza and then say walk up and down the stairs a bunch of times, it's never going to match. It's right. never going to match. And it if matches. You... you just do the whole wall. Oh yeah. Okay. Roll so out it... the whole wall. And, and then you, the you... other walls don't match. No, you go corner to corner and you'll be fine. The problem is that whatever paint you have left isn't enough to cover that entire wall. That's the problem. What do you mean go corner to corner and you'll be fine? Well, you, if you painted like from that corner to that corner. And the, and you just redid the the green that's back there. You don't. It won't match exactly, but it's in the corner, so you don't see it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. So you don't have to paint the whole room. You just repaint that wall. So and then people are saving it, like you said originally, um, because they want to know the brand, the type, the number. Mm-hmm. And is it true or not true that even um, if you have the number, the batch might be slightly off or is it too custom now that it's never going to be the computers it's a lot better now yeah computer mix it's a lot better than it used to be yeah but there's tools out there too i mean it was funny we were you know i I think i told you about that color muse 
they're they're fifty bucks mm-hmm. for the the base model, and you take this thing and you put it on. It'll do fabric, paint, uh, powder coat, all it. But you put it on there, and it will tell you instantly what is the closest paint brand mix, whatever. And you mm-hmm. can go like it does like twenty different brands of paint. It's crazy accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. who has fifty dollars to buy that? A Many painter. people. Anybody that like does painting or decorating probably should have one. Oh yeah. So a professional. Sure. But me wanting to know, you know. Yeah, it, it's not worth it. I would you just save the paint codes and you go in and you have it redone. Okay. Right. Another question on the the category of paint and painters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is this. Um, oh, here we go. Playing devil's advocate here. Okay. Devil's mm-hmm. advocate. Okay. Sorry. Why is a professional painter better than, the, than myself? Me? Right. Uh, it depends on the company. I wouldn't yes. say they all are. That's kind of a general statement. Yeah. I, well, here's the problem, because I wash the walls, sand them, wash them, prep them, do I, I, that before I start painting. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of painters that do that. I know guys that do, um, but some painters say well, they come in and they say, "Where's the paint?" And they say, "Well, you got to prep the walls." I say, "No, I paint. That's all I do is I paint." Well, that's the easiest part is painting. It's all the prep work. That all the work you do go, coming up to the point of painting. That's where that's where all the work is. That's what really makes a job. So, um, can you paint as good? I mean, as you, a, a my painting paint? contractors used to come in the house and they'd work for at least probably a full day. Yeah, and never bring any paint in. Yep. You know, it was all prep. Now down here, it's worse. All they do is install paint. <laughs> yes, they're they're paint installers. What, yes, what, they install paint, which takes no talent. And if there's a ding in the wall, there's still a ding in the wall. It's just now painted. Sure. If there's a lump on the wall, a booger on the paint, <laughs> they will paint the booger. Yeah. They will not scrape it off. Because <laughs> yes. the roller does not scrape. The Why roller only applies paint. Why are you wiping your boogers on the wall? <laughs> it's a paint booger coming from the roller. No, yes. he said it's a booger. It's a booger. Yeah, yeah. it's a paint. It's booger. a booger. Yes. It's just a lump on the wall. Sure. But yeah, it there is painting done properly is a craft like at a scale like any other trade, but yep. it's a lost trade. Mm-hmm. Now everybody just installs paint. So if there's a ding in the drywall, they tell you to call the drywall guy back. Yeah. Like really? Yeah, they can't even reach out and like take that little booger off the wall and then re-roll where they just picked it off of there. No, they will go yeah. right over it. They just roll right over it. Something. I actually had window sills with paint drips on them. I circled the paint drips and you know, and then put tape next to them so they could see. Yeah. I came back. They this took the tape off and painted over. Yep. We'll house be back. We'll Hang return. On. Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. It's Mighty House. <laughs> Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. See, Robbie, you want to know? There, there's your painter right there. I love it. <laughs> there's your painter. <clears throat> I'm yep. actually really proud of that one. <laughs> <laughs> We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Okay. Thanks, Alpaca. 
All right. And uh, now we need to go to the uh, professional Mighty House uh-huh. announcer, Fresh Meat. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Introducing Proxy Picks, the new app that's taking the real estate industry by storm. Users request a photo of a specific location and necessary specs. Other Proxy Pick users in the area receive a notification, accept the assignment, take the pics, and get paid. Think of it as an Uber for photos that turns your camera into cash. Download the free Proxy Picks app at the Apple or Google Play stores and start making money today. Search P R O X Y Picks now. Boom, well done. done. Just like that. Thank All you. right, cool. Yes. All right, let's go to the phones before we forget. And uh, hey, Jeff, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Good morning, Robbie, Ron, and Rich. Good morning. Morning, Jeff. Robbie, have you ever seen a paint can get squashed in a garbage truck and have it all over the alley? Oh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's that's number one. Number two, (laughs) VOCs, volatile organic compounds are in paint. You don't want those going into landfills. Yep. Why don't we have paint without that stuff? Well, we we do do now. It's almost impossible to make. We, there there are some less down, of them no. now. So, yes, they're low VOC. Yeah, but they're low VOC. They're never they're never ever free of it. So, so that's that. And painting, paint, there are no painters. When I do new construction <laughs> inspections, I give my clients a roll of blue tape and say, "Go through and mark all the spots that you want touched up." And usually, the whole house has blue tape all over it on walls and trim and doors and windows. Yeah, we call it Smurf bombing. <laughs> <laughs> really. Yes, because that's exactly when I get done with a house, that's what it looks like. Somebody blew a Smurf up in every room. When So, Rich, when yep. you get done building a house and those are errors that you found? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's his job to walk through and do those. That's what he was talking about in the first yep. hour. Yeah, the quality control walks. I go through, I check every damn thing I can think of because I do not want to yep. hear it from a buyer. Yep. It's wow. called pride in work. <laughs> and Jeff, you're you know, saying... That's a pro- no, and that's seriously a problem. People don't have the pride in their work anymore. It's it's We make light of like that, that lead-in from The Simpsons, you know, just do things half-assed if you don't like your job. Unfortunately, most people, they're not happy in what they do. They just go through the motions. Lisa, if you well, don't like no, your job, the skill, you don't skilled strike. labor is, is not you just like go it used in to be every day I mean, and do it really There's no training. Half-assed. There's nothing involved anymore. So. Lisa. Right. But that's only part of it. I can still, even if I buy you the best tools in the world, teach you how to use them, I can't teach pride. You either give a damn or you don't. And it's, unfortunately, most just don't give a damn anymore. It's good enough or they're getting peace paid, peace work, so they just want to get to the next job. All right. Hey, Jeff, here. Yeah. He's going to talk over it again. Hey, Jeff, hang on a second. Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. <laughs> There's no job too big to do halfway. Yeah. Or half-assed, but... You know. uh-huh. No, I mean, you used, you used to... When you were taught something, you used to be able to teach pride in your work, too. I mean, I mean oh, that's yeah. part of teaching stuff. Now, nowadays, you know, you walk into somewhere and, you know, oh, you've got two legs and two arms and you can swing, swing a hammer. You're hired. Ever go to a fast food place, order a burger, and refuse to accept it until it looked like the one in the picture? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be there a long time. Mm-hmm. No. Exactly. Yeah. But isn't that kind of the point? Yeah. Why would you show me this? That's bait and switch, isn't it? I went there for this burger I saw in the picture, and you served me this piece of crap. So it's the same thing. I can't tell you how many times 
people have gone for a cheeseburger, cheese only, uh-huh. and they get a piece of cheese. <laughs> Because you know, I don't know little I like kids. Like when you order a hamburger and they go, "Would you like cheese?" I'm like, You're right. Really? Do you know I what a cheeseburger is? Well, I, I order a cheeseburger. I, re- <laughs> I ordered a hamburger. So no, I don't want cheese. You moron. I wonder now if I way back in the seventies, I went and took a exam for McDonald's and you had to pass a basic math test. I wonder if they even have to do that anymore. Wow. Huh. Probably I doubt not. it. <laughs> I used to pride myself working at the movie theater. When we didn't have cash registers, you had to add up in your head as you went along. So it was like two popcorns, two pops, a junior mint, a, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And before they were even done, I'd be like, 525. That's so, it. You know, you a, what, yeah, that's about all it was. But, that's you know, it was a, a thing of pride to be able to just have all that in your head. Mm-hmm. You know, it was easy because everything was a dollar, but it took me an extra, you know, long time to learn that. Now it's I'm, five bucks. I'm kidding. By for the a way. small popcorn. So, Jeff, just one last question. So yep. you would have them mark the spots in the wall that they wanted repainted on a house you were inspecting? Smurf bomb it. Uh, new, new construction. New yes. construction needed to be repainted. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's all, every, all the time. Yeah. New construction. Uh, miss, brand miss, new. Trim. Yeah. yeah. Brand new. Not brand like the whole thing has to be repainted, but there's always spots. You know, the last guy through the house typically is the guy putting the hardware on the doors and that. And, of course, he's walking through. He doesn't carry bangs into the walls and everything else. So you always have stuff. New construction. So we I always had, said I a second had, set of eyes or third set of eyes doesn't hurt because the superintendent's been there for, you know, a year building this house. He doesn't see anything anymore. He's almost got blinders right. on Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. by having somebody else go check just... everything, it works. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, I had a lady once. She just put a big X across the whole wall. <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> I looked at it, and she goes, I want the whole thing repainted because there's too many dings and dents in it. And I said, okay. There you go. go. But that's the problem. They won't fix a ding and dent. They'll just paint it again. Right. Yeah. It's tough. So. Well, that's thank why you we do texture drywall. See, if you do all texture drywall, there's no dings and dents. Yeah. Hey, hey Jeff. Well, drywalling is a whole other thing. Yeah. Jeff, do you do uh, radon testing? Do I do it? No, yeah. not personally, no. Oh, I hire somebody to do it. You've got people that do it. I work, okay. with a, I work with a licensed radon mitigator or a tester. Okay. All right, cool. So, I, I was just curious if... But that that was an interesting conversation I had with the city the other day about radon passive radon mitigation systems, not to get off of it. But the <laughs> building department sent me over to the, uh, to the uh, health department. Uh-huh. What's the health department got to do with he goes, well, I don't know where to send you. I said, I guess the question here is, who's enforcing state laws? Well, <laughs> do you know who the the department, the, I'm going to have this wrong now, I don't remember, but it is not under Illinois Department of Public Health radon testing. It is under the nuclear yes. thing. That it, you know what I mean? Because radon is radioactive, it does not fall under the health department. It falls over, I can't remember the damn department. Uh, state well, here's, here, here's the whole thing, Rich, was what I'm running into is it's a state law in Illinois that you have to install a passive radon system in right. a two-story house or under and all this. Well, I, we find them all the time that it's not, and the contractors, my Eastern European buddy contractors, it's not a city code. You know, okay, it's fine. <laughs> You're right. It's not a city code. It's a state law. Right. You know, you have to do it. City inspector says it's okay. I said, yeah, well, I'm not, you know. Right. So trying to figure out trying to figure out who's supposed to be enforcing this law. Well, and uh, we just did one in uh, Arlington Heights, and they made us put it on an addition. And he said, because it's two-story. And I went, well, okay. It was a yeah, five that was, that was your, uh, your AHJ, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Uh, we did well, it. Well, I, I think, think I mean, I have mixed feelings about it anyway, because if you look at the maps, I mean, most of the areas around the Chicago area are low to rarely at four or higher. Yeah. And, you know, so it's the outlying collar counties and they don't, you know, don't really do it. Yeah. DuPage but, County's got a real high instance of it, though. I'm from what well, I'm the Western saying. suburbs do and yeah. the North Shore does. Um, and Jefferson Park. uh Portage Park. There's some areas that have it. Um, all hey. depends actually on when the last earthquake was. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. IEMA yeah. does it. Illinois Emergency Management. That yeah. who that is who yeah, regulates the laws. IEMA. Excellent. But yeah, yeah that well, just my question. You know, you would think it's a public health thing, but no, it's radioactive. So they give it to them. Which do you think that's a priority for them? No. Well, my thought was is that when when a new building comes in for permitting. And the drawings are reviewed by whoever reviews the drawings downtown and issues the permit that they should be looking for an act for a passive radon system. It's sure. It's that simple. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I don't know. But cool. whom, what do I know? You're just you're just the building inspector, that's all. That's all. That's, right. that's it. So, All right, cool. Thanks, Jeff. You guys have a wonderful day. Oh, you, you too. too. Bye. You too. So, is, is that, you need to let the dog out, Rich? Was that you? Nah, that I was don't Jeff. know what he was barking at. Who knows? Little... <laughs> <laughs> getting... Microphone's too sensitive. It, he's getting oh. after it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So more I... than likely, it's ten thirty. I think um, Lucky Dog comes on TV and oh. he watches TV and barks at dogs. <laughs> <laughs> what is Lucky Dog? <laughs> oh, it's a show you'd like. It's about training dogs that are not trained well but it really has more to do with training the owners yeah what oh, network yeah. is that on animal uh, planet probably like nbc or animal planet I don't wow know. okay so anyway i went in to see deanna our good friend at the habitat for humanity restore mm-hmm. oh were you at the chicago or the i was Elgin? at the chicago one okay and she very kindly and sweetly nudged me uh-huh. a little bit to say that I don't mention Elgin enough. I know. And she, it was a nice conversation. And it's true because I live right by the Chicago one. So we talk about Chicago. We talk about Chicago. And, and where do we take all of the stuff that we run a truck down there, you know, two or three times a month? We're running I a had truck a truckload there. there yesterday, yeah. which is why I ran into her, um, which I should mention. Anybody who's interested in Judaica, I dropped off about tight. 10 contractor bags filled with books all about Jewish history. No, not about 60. Oh. <laughs> all about Jewish history. And anybody who's interested, I mean, just go to the Habitat for Humanity, the Chicago one, and all the books are there. It's amazing. But when we get back, I want to talk about the Elgin one, and I want to talk about something very special that they have on sale right now in Elgin, they had yeah. 1,350 of these items. They sold out within 24 hours. Wow. So I will tell you what the item is after the break. Very special. Mm-hmm. Excellent. See, now she's doing a tease thing here. You see how you do nice. that there, fresh meat? She's professional. She try, She pretends like she's not, but she's, she's a professional. <laughs> I only play one thing. on TV. <laughs> it's only because I'm in the room. That's what it is. There you go. All right, we'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. I like the dull tap. 
tap of tools on leather. Rat tat tat tat. I keep popular mechanics under I my like mattress. <laughs> It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and... Mag Erad. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611 and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com And if somebody wanted to get the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Go over to MightyHouse.net Click on the drop-down, go to Contact Us, put in first, last name, email address, and click on Boom Done. <laughs> Really? That's what Mark changed it to? Yeah, it says boom, done. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, that is too cool. Yes. Yeah. So you can't they submit anymore. It nicely. You can't submit anymore. No, and the other thing is it used to have, you know, you used to have on the homepage, you would have all the, the, the links across, you know, to the, or the links to the pages. Well, they're not right. there, so now i got to click on the, the box, the menu box. Okay. And then click on contact us. So I changed it up, but it's all good. Cool. All right, there you go. So, uh, next segment. I wanted to get back to the Restore. Oh, yeah, okay, go ahead. So we were talking about Elgin Restore and Deanna, and basically, it's, it's, is it Chicago too, or is it just the Elgin Store? Well, the Elgin Store had 1,350 of this specific item, and it sold out in 24 hours. Uh, what was the specific item? The Chicago Store yesterday got the specific item, and if you look on their posts on Facebook. Yeah. Um, this post was shared 94 times in less than 24 hours. Wow. Keurigs. Oh. Brand spanking new Keurigs. They had 1,350 of them. Somebody the, donated the makers them? or the cups themselves? The machine. The oh. entire okay. machine. So $30 want... for a $70 to $90. Yeah. Keurig. You should not drink coffee out of those things. What did you say? <laughs> I didn't say anything. You should not drink coffee out of K-cups. Why? Because the BPAs in the plastics leach into your hot coffee, so you're sucking in plastic chemicals. It's very unhealthy. Oh. Read about it. There you go. Okay. Okay. Well, apparently 94 <laughs> people who are sharing this uh-huh. aren't agreeing with you, but this is what I want to say, bummer that you brought us all down, thank you very much, is... Um, you could also just get the, um, you could use grounds, your own grounds in there. Coffee grounds. Yes, because usually at like a Bed Bath & Beyond, they sell a little converter cup. Mm-hmm. It's expensive for the converter cup. I bought one a couple of years ago. It was 20 bucks for it. But, but you could put your own grounds in there. So it's just so convenient to have one. You don't need to use the K-cup or whatever the cup is. Mm-hmm. But they have cashmere gray or they have a beautiful peacock blue Keurig. It's gorgeous. I thought they were just black. No. Here, look at the pretty picture. No. Look oh, at that. Look at that. So they Fancy. also had 1350 and $30 each, limit two per customer per day. I was in there yesterday. The place was going gonzo <laughs> with these things. Were they so, gone? 
Uh, no, they just got them in when I oh. happened to call there. Okay, so they're gone now, though. Well, who knows? That was 22 hours ago. Right. Let's see. So now we're going to go back to going talking about Chicago again after Deanna yelled at you for not. So go to the Chicago's uh, <laughs> restore if you want a Keurig. Hopefully they still have some. Well, what I want to say is go on Facebook uh-huh. and go to Habitat for Humanity Restore. Uh-huh. Look up the Chicago one. Look up the Elgin one. You can also look up any other that are close to you. Gray's Lake has one. Uh, there's a bunch of them around. I think and, there's eight total in the Chicagoland area. Oh, as of two hours ago, yes, there were some available. Ooh. So, uh oh. So, Deanna's listening then, too. I or, don't know. Somebody just who posted that? No, a lot of people. No, oh. uh, people are asking. There's 50 comments <laughs> on here. Are there any left? Are there, 17 hours ago, are there any left? Oh. 13 hours ago, are there anything left? You know. Um, but anyway, so what I'm saying is go and follow this because whenever there's something really cool, when they get a shipment of something mm-hmm. from. Um, the shows at McCormick Place, like the Ace Hardware Show, the Flower Show, they get all these brand new items. They're heavily discounted. They post it first on Facebook. So those mm-hmm. in the know go scoop it up before everybody else. But again, these are like seventy to ninety dollars for these mm-hmm. Keurigs, and you don't have to use the K cups for the pods. You can use it yourself. Or what I do, and I'm sure there's easier, better ways. But sometimes you just want a cup of hot water for tea, and you don't want to put the teapot on. So I just brew a cup of hot water, which is pretty instant. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, you know, done. boom, done. As yeah. my friend Ron Kauga would say, sure, boom, done. So support your Habitat for Humanity Restore. Even though we talk about it all the time, I'm going to tell people what it is. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Rich is going to tell people what it is. Rich? Yes. Just catching him <laughs> off guard. <laughs> yeah, you are. No. <laughs> Restores are a place where they take new and gently used products they sell them to the general public they use the funds from that to build homes correct so they, that's they where the money comes from to build the homes so they, restore is a great place to shop the stuff turns over really quick yes. so you got to go like like the elgin store you have to be there early in the morning on saturday there's like always a line of people waiting to get in and they run through the store because if it's a great deal it's not going to be there long <laughs> that's right yeah Right. And you can donate to them, and they'll come pick it up. Sometimes call ahead, but they will sometimes come pick up your product if it's too much or if they can send a truck, they will. Yep. So. Yep, they do. And uh, we take truckloads down there all the time. But if we tear out a kitchen, we'll just we'll have all the kitchen cabinets and countertops, sink, all that stuff sitting in the garage, and we call them, and they, they send a truck up. And then we load it up mm-hmm. and take care of it. So Yeah. Because that's more than we can put in a truck at a time. But still. They like to, there are gentlemen that you can call over there. Um, the Chicago one, the gentleman's name is Chris, and he's in charge of the donations. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes you need to send a picture because they might have too much of one item that's not selling right now. But then they'll, but then they'll call the Elgin store and say, mm-hmm. hey, how many do you have of this out there? And they might sh- ship it out there or they'll ship it to Gurney mm-hmm. or to the, uh, I, where, where, I can't remember where the other ones are right now at the top of my head, but. Um, oh, Elk Groves, I got one, I think. What did you find that's Heck. interesting? Um, well, you know how they always have tons and tons of kitchen cabinets. And, yes. And mm-hmm. sometimes the configurations aren't the best for, you know, may not suit your home, may not suit anybody's. So somebody there is taking the cabinets, screwing the stuff together and making basically workbenches for your <laughs> hobby room or whatever. <laughs> a couple of base cabinets, piece of countertop, a couple of uppers and a shelf, boom, done. Yeah. Looks nice. Oh, they're, so they're they're pre-assembled. 
sections. Less, that... so. Yeah, it's not bad. Huh. They kicked up their website, too. I don't know who's doing all that stuff. It's crazy. Is that yeah. The, is that the Elgin store? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the what's at the store. You know, 12 foot by 8 foot drop cloths, not that painters use them. Three bucks. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. The, the canvas ones? It uh, looks like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Take a look. Always good stuff. Yeah. That, those are those are good runners. So. Okay, next. Next? Next. What else you got for us, Ryan? And then? And then? Well, I can go to another email. Or? I had some articles, but one was a new way to install a, um, a dryer vent. But uh-huh. you know what? It's one of those things, me reading it isn't going to do any good, so I should give it to you. You could read it and then come back and comment on it next week. Sure. Because, you know. Well, here's here's one other thing. I, I found an article that, you know, everybody says, oh, insulate your home, insulate your home. And this one was actually saying if it's balloon framed, if your house is balloon framed, which means the studs go from the from the basement all the way to the attic. Right. And they're, they're going straight through. And there is now people out there saying you cannot insulate those homes. They need to be left open so that that way air can flow through them. Because the problem is the siding wasn't installed on proper house wrap. There's holes right. been you punched through it. You don't have a drainage it. plane and you're trapping. The moisture gets trapped in there. Sure. And then what they do, because how they put that in is they, they go along with a hole saw and they drill holes every stud space. So whatever protection was behind the siding is now gone because you just blasted a hole through there. So then water gets behind the siding, it runs down into the walls, and it's actually making more of a problem. So if right. you're insulating from inside and air sealing from inside, that's one thing. But if you're trying to do it drilling holes from the outside, they're running into a lot of problems with... Uh, uh, I did one house like that years and years ago, uh-huh. and we did in-wall insulation like that. But we did that with a second-story addition, and we had stripped all the siding off the house, uh-huh. and we put in drainage plane and Tyvek, yep. and then new siding so that, you know, I read that article with interest, and I'm like, oh, now we're fine because we did the complete <laughs> redo. Correct. But you're right. You can't just add insulation and think you're going to be good. Right. But how many hundreds or thousands of homes have been done that way? Where they just went along with the whole saw and blasted holes through there. Come on, the box stores will still give you the machine for free if you uh-huh. want to buy the blowing insulation from oh, yeah. them. Yeah, we do it all the but time. But they don't tell you about air sealing. They don't tell you all those people just go in there and they block their soffit vents. Insulating your own attic will probably cause more damage to your house than leaving it alone. Yep, yep. If, if not done correctly, you can you can cr- create some major problems with it. So yes, um, if you know if you're if you think you can just go around the outside and drill uh drill some holes in there and blow the insulation in you might want to think again about doing it that way it is not the correct way to do it so um, yeah well no worries about correct <laughs> is that oh that's an old one okay where are we going now i want to know what's oh who are you right. talking to i apologize uh nick from sandwich has a question about what permanent markers permanent on markers on wood floors oh don't do it. I got one of those here. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hey, Nick. I've yeah, never just, wiped it off. Yeah, just don't do it. Happy New Year. Yeah, I know, right? It's <laughs> a lot harder to wipe off. 60. Floor or something like that. <laughs> um, 
So I, I know Mr. Floor's not in today. Um, I have his general cleaner. I haven't tried it yet, but I heard uh, rubbing alcohol might work, too. Oh, did, I didn't know. You're trying to get it off. Have uh, you tried the... Um... Be careful with rubbing alcohol, because that may hurt the finish as well, because that is a very, you know, very hard alcohol. Um, so yeah. if you're going to try that, make sure you do it someplace where it's not visible, like the back of a closet or something like that, before you do it in an area there that you're going you to see. Yeah, it's too bad. The too bad the uh, remark in the middle of where everybody walks, so the test area. Yeah, you're right. Let's okay. Get off the side. Hold on. Sure hey, can hold you hold on? Hold, hold on. on a second, there, Nick. We're going to yeah. take a quick break, and we'll come back with uh, how to clean up that floor next. You are listening to. This Mighty House. Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the, the pressure a man like me's got on. This is Mighty House. Nice. Are we done? Ready to go? We good? I heard Mike's live. Oh, did you? Yes. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. Are you ready there, Fresh Meat? We need to pro- turn to the professional uh, announcer for the Mighty House Radio Show, Fresh Meat. Take it away. Every day, mistakes are made by untrained employees of unlicensed contractors who take advantage of homeowners who are looking for a good deal and to save a few bucks. Roofers and waterproofers, local 11 contractors, put their customers first by employing men and women who go through extensive hands-on classroom and on-the-job training. The difference between a union and a non-union contractor is the fact that a union contractor is a contributing contractor, which means the union contractor invests in his employees' training, family Healthcare, retirement, and professional standing in the industry. So if you're looking for a contractor, choose union labor and be part of the solution. Visit roofer'slocal11.org for more information. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, nice. let's uh let's get back to Nick and his uh markers on the floor. Hey yes. Nick, are you there? I'm here. Okay. So are, are is this um like a magic marker? Is this a uh, Sharpie permanent? Oh, it's the it's name brand Sharpie. Oh, it <laughs> right in the middle, right in the middle where everyone walks. So we're talking about testing this in the corner. Yeah, well, okay, you could test it in the corner, but here it doesn't matter where you test it, in my opinion. But anyway, I'm yeah. just joking. Well, but no, they, I'm looking. One of the uh, things that seems to work best for anything like that is goof off. Yep, that's what that's the what product I use. It doesn't seem to be yeah goof off. You can get it at any box store, yeah. use hardware, whatever. Um, it's I've seen not that as before. aggressive as as uh, you know uh, alcohol or lacquer thinner because lacquer thinner will take okay. anything off anything. <laughs> yes, it will. I had a... yeah, that'll take the finish off. I'm wondering right. if that because I'm wondering if that the tip my wife got from some Facebook friend that they said used uh, rubbing alcohol. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like you know that let the the prefab flooring. Mm-hmm. "Quote unquote wood floors or whatever," and somebody thought that that's what they would use, and it worked. But this is like real wood floors that I'm in. So. Right, right. That's a little different, Robbie. I was just going to say a I had different. a situation, uh, a vintage, beautiful piece of wood 
a wood table and a kid got a magic marker on it. And I tried everything and I ended up using the magic eraser. Mm-hmm. It did get the marker out. Yeah, but? Took the shiny finish. <laughs> With it. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I'd have abrasive, to yeah. refinish, you know, that area or refinish the whole table. You know, I'm glad the marker's gone. But when you look at it, you could see the unshiny spot. So, Nick. Uh, yeah, and see, the thing is, the floor is old, too, so some of the spots, you know, it's not completely, you know, there's a little bits of, you know, maybe, like, the finish is just not as complete. Right. So, I mean, it's not chipped up, flaking off, but it's just, you know, it's just there's gaps. It's an old floor, so there's just little gaps in the, you know, gouges sure. from years ago and stuff sure, like that. Sure, sure. So, so, how about, thi- how about this? Think- how about a throw rug? You know, actually, it's it, it's kind of in the spot. Man, I tell you, this girl, she loves drawing. She's got crayons up the stairs. She, uh-huh. she would have, nice. you know, a minute, a minute with a toddler on their own is uh-huh. like a lifetime. It, oh it, yeah, give them a minute and they'll do just. We walk up and down the stairs to go to to say goodnight. She points uh-huh. it out, you know, smiling like here's uh-huh. what I did. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, look what I did brain. today. Yeah. Just frame it out. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so, well, thanks, guys. Happy New Year. I appreciate the tip. Yep. Yeah. Give those a couple right. things a try. At worst case, you'll end up having to screen the whole floor and then put another coat on it. You know. It's yeah. Like, goof was, off. That's right. what we'll go with. Yeah. Try the goof yeah. off. Cool. Okay. The goof off. Awesome. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye. Thanks. There you go. Okay. So I was reading an article about how to prevent winter pests from coming in. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, they're talking about mice and things like that. And they said stink bugs. Mm -hmm. Now, it wasn't until a couple of years ago or even more recent than that that people have even talked about stink bugs. Have you seen a lot of stink bugs around? Mm -hmm. Rich, stink bugs by you? I've not seen any, no. Have you heard of a stink bug? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've been around for a long time. It's just that they have... Um, their population has grown as of late, and I think you know. And they're they're nesting along with the um, the ladybugs that look like ladybugs that are not ladybugs. Those beetle things, the Japanese beetles. Yeah, but they look like ladybugs. Yeah, they and, do look. And like they them. they get into the south side of your house, in the walls, and in the behind the siding. They love aluminum siding and vinyl siding. I have to Google Japanese beetle because I don't think a Japanese beetle looks like a ladybug. Well, whatever it is, the ladybugs yeah, that are like fake. They look like ladybugs, but they're not. Right. right. And then there's stink bugs in there that are the same. So then mm-hmm. they all get behind that siding and they, they enjoy the nice sun hitting that siding, warming it up. And I mean, they'll still be doing fine like in a like today. They're Box, still out there. We have box elder bugs. Box Those elder. Are, there you go. They look nothing like a ladybug. Have no, you no. ever seen a ladybug? Yeah. It's a round dot, yeah. mm-hmm. orange with yeah. black, sp- or with yeah. yeah, yeah. A box elder bug is black, oh, with long the, with, with red yeah. lines. No, no, no. Uh-huh. These are uh-huh. no, no. They're, they're, those yeah. will do it too. Those will do the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're all be on the on the on the south wall of your all right, house. That's a box elder bug. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Which looks, but those are in those are do the same thing. Nothing. They will hide in the walls like that yeah. too. In- yeah, I get them in my house all the time. I don't know where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And now, for the first time, I've seen two stink bugs bugs in my house. Yeah, just don't step on them. In your house? In my house. You need a blower door test. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll tell you where all the air's coming in and where the air's coming in. The bugs are following. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of that, um, I was, I had to, it took me a second to walk back here to say yeah. this. Um, when you're recommending goof off, yeah. one thing, 
stay make sure you're ventilated when using it. No, oh, yeah. I've gotten high a couple times on goof Sweet. off by oh, accident. Oh yeah, there you go. You know, it's just, I, um, when I used to work at a hotel, uh, they brought us in a week early, and because they had stuccoed all the walls, but the overshot was probably two foot out from there. So what do they yeah. do for the new employees? Hey, here's a gallon of goof off and a rag. Have fun. Take it off. So oh, nice. And Jeez. The, by the third room, I was just high as a kite and dizzy. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I didn't know this was part of the game. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Linda on Facebook Live says she killed over 50 stink bugs in her house last year. Yeah. So we have to say you catch and release stink bugs, as I do with <laughs> everything. Yeah. Catch and release, catch and release. Okay. Because you don't want to squish them because they make a bad smell. <laughs> That's why they're called That's stink the bugs. name. Uh, Randall, I, I'm sorry. You lost your job. I did, I, And yes. you're walking around here bored now. I did. But, it's okay, though. But take take uh, take solace in the fact that you've trained him well. I have. <laughs> <laughs> and we're but, talking about Andrew. Yes, we are talking about fresh meat. Fresh meat. Yeah, that's right. Fresh meat, great job today, buddy. Thank you. All right, there you go. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can look for the show sponsors at MightyHouse.net. Just click on the Mighty House team page. Next week, we're going to have Jennifer Wasik. She's the principal environmental scientist for the Metropolitan Water Reclamation District of Greater Chicagoland. We rock. We get the best. They'll be on the, she'll be on the right. show. And another, we'll have another Mighty House tip of the week, Clutter Clarity. In between that, we'll be taking your calls. Thanks to Corbett and Grace, Grace Lundford. Building Forensic Experts and stars of the hit TV show, Home Diagnosis. And you can check it out. Just go to homediagnosis.tv for more information right there. And uh, is that good there, Randall? We, we covered everything? I think you're good, brother. Okay, cool. All right. Thanks for stopping by and spending a little time with us today. For Trixie, Fresh Meat, Randall, Rich Cowgill, and Robbie Earhart, and the entire Mighty House team, I'm Ron Cowgill. Keep it square and level. Until, Until next Saturday. 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 Thank you. Bye, everybody. If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.